Hello and welcome to a different, another different kind of stories true and fictional uh, spin-off, should I say? This one where it's more about comics. We've decided to call it for obvious reasons, or not so obvious reasons, the uh, <laughs> the <laughs> the Middle Ages Comic Hour. Um, Get it because we're middle and we're aged. <laughs> Or no, I was going to go for we underread comic books from the Middle Aged era, like the, uh, you know, the Middle Ages, um, that sort of thing. Um, but I'll give you a heads up: it, we we may not actually go for an hour. We're just I'm just going to say it will be done within an hour. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, we we don't know; it could be two hours. We don't we don't know. It could go any uh, any any different way at all. But um, this is going to be completely comic book focused. We may do comic book movies. We may do. Um, I don't know, comic book related video games. We could do anything, but it's going to be comic related. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that me and should I, uh, you know what, Ryan, how are you? <laughs> oh I'm good. God. How are you? <laughs> I, I won't do all the talking by myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but me and Ryan came up with this idea to, um, you know, like almost review and, and talk about, you know, some of our favorite comics. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, we're going to start with something Ninja Turtle based because it's all about me, right? Uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, it's more more so. Um, uh, it's fresh in my mind. I met Kevin Eastman uh, a couple of weeks ago, and um, you know, you stand in line for hours waiting to meet the guy with Turtle um, Ninja Turtle fans, and uh, it kind of rekindles that you know spark of of getting back into comics and stuff like that. Um, oh, definitely. So yes, we're we're going to talk about uh we're we're going to go through the first issue of the Last Ronin, one of my probably if not my favorite Ninja Turtle comic book arcs. Um, but before we dive into that, we want to if if you have if this is your first time jumping onto the podcast, um, you probably haven't realized that me and Ryan are very nerdy. Um, we love <laughs> all things comic books and video games and all stuff Definitely. like that. Definitely worth going back because I think the very first, very first episode of Stories the True and the Fictional were about real life comic book heroes. It was, in, yeah, I do remember. Yeah. That was such a long time ago. But yes, I do yeah. recall um Captain Australia or something like that. We were talking <laughs> yeah. about for a little bit. Yeah. And stuff yeah. like that. So look, comic book focus. So we wanna tell you guys all about how we got into comics and, and that sort of thing. So Ryan, you were probably heavily in book comics way before I was um so just tell us do you remember the very first comic book you picked up or the first comic book that you got into yeah when um i got into comics when i was in i'm gonna say year seven um so a very long time ago now that i'm 41 i think (laughs) i was uh i think i was about 11 or 12 back then so about 40 wow 40 years ago no no it's about 30 years (laughs) ago 30 years ago so it would have been um, like 95, 96 or something. Yeah, yeah, around then, yeah. yeah. So um, first comic books I ever read um, was actually the Fantastic Four. Um, it was just a single issue. It was one that I think someone at my school gave to me or something. And um, basically from there, I just went all in. Uh, Spider-Man was a big one. Yeah, so basically um, Spider-Man would come up, you know, come out every fortnight or every month and I'd go down to the local news agents. This is back when, you, you know, the news agents were the only times you could get comics. There was no mm-hmm. real comic shop around uh, anywhere close to any of us, I think, uh, back in those days. Uh, but luckily the local newspaper, uh, local news agents down here in Quakers Hill used to get a quite a good selection um, and as I dove into comics, um, he would generally, I would learn what days they would come in uh, and he would generally keep them aside, let me go through them first and and take what, buy what I wanted and then he would put the rest out. So, yeah, a lot of pocket money was spent. <laughs> That's um, awesome. And then, yeah, and then when I started working, I, I worked at the coal Shopping Centre right next to the newsagent. So, I would, you know, work and then, you know, before or after work, I'd go in and spend a bit of my money and, mm. yeah, it just kind of took off from there. I had a massive, 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 uh, heart, like uh, in-person comic, I don't know what you call it, like physical comic collection. Um, and then I moved over to digital because I just ran out of room and, you know, I even back when I was living at home with my parents, um, I didn't, I had boxes and boxes in the roof full to filled mm. with comics and, Digital just made it made life easier when they started yeah. coming out, and and obviously you know when 
the, the prices are like when you used to buy them, I used to buy them for $2.50 each and now they're yeah. like seven to eight dollars an issue. Yeah. So obviously when pricing came in, you know, d- digital became the way to go because you could get them on the high seas <laughs> and then I could just pick and choose. I would wait for hardcovers or paperbacks yeah. to come out and buy it that way. So yeah. I still do have my physical collection, but you know, then it wasn't so much about taking a risk and going, oh, this is a new comic. I'm yeah. gonna pay. I'm gonna spend eight dollars on the first issue, and then I might hate it. Yeah, um, no, that, that's a fair point. And now, yeah, and, and and it's good now that like the the world we live in now, um, Marvel have an app called Marvel Unlimited, and DC have yeah. the DC Universe, which is basically Netflix for comics. Mm. You pay a monthly fee, you can read everything. They give it to you. They're available on the app. I think three months after they're out in print. Um, and you can read all the way back to things like, you know, um, Action Comics 1 and Detective Comics 27. You can go all the way back to where it started. It's basically Netflix for comics. So ever since yeah. those apps have come out, I've been, I've been a hard subscriber of those. So I do read quite a bit on there. But, yeah, no, it's it mainly Spider-Man, and then I got into Superman and Batman. But Spider-Man will always have a place in my heart because that's where I started, and that's really what got me enfold in 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 the comic yeah. universe nice nice yeah um for, for me i the the i think i didn't read much as, as a kid i think i enjoyed more comic i'd flick kind of kind of back that day but i, I was just yeah. more of an outdoors i wanted to be outside doing stuff or or when it rains i would you know play video games that's that's that was that was me but like i remember um reading uh the phantom way way back when i mean that's that's 1920s or 30s you know it's like yeah but if you remember they used to have like a strip in the in the newspaper so my folks would buy the newspaper and then you click the quick i'm dating myself here quick uh flip to the 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 comic page and there's all those little comics in there and i always loved that because i remember even in in primary school um i made a sonic the hedgehog comic strip or something um I, I i even i did so many that that the teacher gave me okay they give out people random awards and my mm. my award was mr uh mr so- sonic comic strip <laughs> you know because i did it all the time you know um uh but i i didn't really heavily get into comics i think until uh when the mcu started because mm-hmm. they're okay. doing all the, they're doing all these you know um and in a way i guess it's like whenever i whenever i watch a true story i want to know everything about the true story and i, I google yeah. it and i get i get disappointed because it's not accurate um <laughs> but so, same way it's like they're making all these movies i want to i want to see what where they're drawing their inspiration from so i started collecting yeah. you know all these different kind of comic books and um um i think when was it i think it was when I went on it, went to Canberra with with the band and um, Kang. Shout out to Kang if you remember the, the Kang band. Um, <laughs> and we walked into a comic book shop, and yeah. I discovered the IDW TMNT series, and yeah. I, I got that. And I think that started in 2011, but it was a few years later because I remember just buying all the <laughs> catching up all the yeah. all the issues one after the other um yeah so look i think i've only really heavily been into comics for about 15 years 15 years or so okay um i mean that's not a bad way to start because i reckon the, the idw tmnt collection is probably the best adaptation i've seen of the ninja turtles in a very long time oh, 100%. Um, I it's it's for me it's a I re I re- reread it every couple of years like every two years I'll go back and reread it and up yeah. from issues one through to about a hundred mm-hmm. um I will read easily and and all the you know the little macro series and the yep. you know the rise of the Ultimates and stuff like that like yep. I will go through and read all of those but um yeah definitely a good way to start because that's. Mm-hmm. I, I never used to like reading properties. Um, like IDW have always been, the, with them and Dark Horse, they've always been the ones that have kind of adapted TV shows, movies, yeah, and stuff like that across to, obviously Dark Horse has Hellboy, 
um, which which was a big big draw in for them. But mm-hmm. they also did you know stuff like um, Aliens, um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, yeah. Uh, a lot of things like that. And then IDW would have the G.I. Joe, the Transformers, mm-hmm. the Ghostbusters, um, the and then obviously the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. And I was never a fan of, of you know, the adaptations that you would get. I'm like, oh, this is going to just, <laughs> it's going to ruin everything and all that. And, yeah. and then I think um, I jumped onto IDW because I actually started reading some of the Transformers stuff, which is actually really good. Um, it's a lot better than anything I've seen in a long time. And then I saw they were doing Ninja Turtles, and I thought, oh, okay, all right, yeah, I think I'll jump on and have a look at that. And then once I started reading that, and the you know the the way that they bring the turtles into the world is a different. It was something that I had never heard of before because you know we're used to the movies and the TV shows, and yeah. and they never explored the you know how how the TMNT IDW series explained how the turtles happened and all that kind of mm. thing and i that really interests me so I'm, and then i was on board and then you were reading it and mm. um you know when we started hanging out it's like okay and then i got a hell of a lot more into it um yeah and then they bring out you know i think idw doing a great work with with the ninja turtles label they're keeping the way of keeping it alive for mm. you know diehard fans yep 100 and, and on that topic of ninja turtles um, we're going to dive into the first issue of, of Last Ronin, which um, I I can't even remember how I got wind of this. I don't. I think you may have even told me that it was coming. Yeah. You know, and I was just like, I heard what? about it. Yeah, I heard yeah. about it, and when it when when it was you know announced that it was the original team, that it was yeah, um, Lard Neesman or Laird. Is it Laird or Lard? I think it's Laird. I think it's Laird. Laird. Okay, Laird. Lard um, sounds more like an insult, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you know? no. Um, when they announced that it was the original original creators, I thought, oh, okay. And I think I did mention it to you, and then I think you picked it up before I did. And oh, yeah. um, unfortunately, I have not finished it yet because of the delays. I've been, yeah, I, I don't like it because what what you guys will notice, um, we got, I think we got the first two or the first three relatively, like they said it was going to be yeah. bi-monthly. So every two months and they kept up that schedule. But I think, I don't know if it was right around COVID time or whatever that may have been, but then there was a massive delay on four and then it was like yeah. six months or eight months even. And it just slowed down. And I, I my memory is not the greatest as it is. So I yeah. thought I'm going to wait till it's finished. And then you know what? It just life got in the way, and I, I never actually yeah. got around to finishing it. So I've read the first three issues. So I'm looking forward to this yeah. podcast because then I get to finish it. <laughs> finish it, yeah. Um, from from memory, I think someone actually dropped out on the team. Someone dropped out midway through. So that's oh, why. Okay, they, fair that's enough. why I think they said there was, there was there was a delay due to COVID, but also losing it to someone that was been working on it. Um, okay. I think they just I don't know if they quit or or got fired or just said. Yeah, because it's uh, very rare to see, even nowadays, you know, to have those massive delays in yeah. in in comics, especially when it was doing so well. Like it was one, it was IDW's number one selling title mm-hmm. for the first three issues when it came out, like every second month. Um, you know, it was you you, ha- you couldn't get a physical copy of it unless you pre-ordered it. Yeah, and um, I got my copy of the first one, um, and that's all I've got. But that was just a basic one, not the expensive one like you. I think mine was a second or third printing, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, but um, yeah, and then I think because I told you the site that I got it from, and I think you ordered the you ordered yeah. the full series through them. Yeah, I, I remember I I um ordered it twice. Like yeah, like, I ordered it, and it was just like it was already out. They hadn't sent it yet, and I'm going. I need to. I want to read this. So I found another place. So I got I got two. Yeah, I. I think um, they sent me three in one go. Yeah, and and it's they tend like, to do that if you pre-order the whole series, yeah. you know, and they know yeah. that it's going to be a little while. They'll just build it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that's not something to complain about. Seeing as it's no. what they're worth at, at the moment. Yeah, especially <laughs> you know, like when, it's, um, walking around, um, you know, Supernova in Sydney, and they're like. Oh, this is how much we're selling them for. I'm going like, well, mine's signed now by Kevin Eastman. So it's, and there I you finally, go. I finally found a, it's probably something I should have looked for if I wasn't in lines all day, but a proper case, 
like because the oh, last God. road the last Ronin comic book size they're a little bit bigger they're a little bit bigger and I could not Ooh. find anything to fit them in and now now I have and it's sitting in my my wonderful uh, collectibles case signed by Excellent. Kevin Eastman and I think I'm going to meet him four more times so then I can get each each one signed <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll um, have the complete collection signed uh, yeah hundred percent but um did you know Ryan, about this series, did you know this was this was actually an idea that they, uh, Eastman and Laird, had uh, thought up back in the eighties? I, I did. I think you told me yes that it was something that they sort of thought up a long, long time ago, but just never got around to doing. Yeah, um, uh, I think it's where they wanted the Mirage. Um, when they were with yeah. Mirage, uh, that's where they wanted it to go. Um, because I mean, everyone loves a dystopian future, right? Yeah, um, I mean, there's, there's, there's definitely not an oversaturation of that in the media at the moment. So no. <laughs> that that was sarcasm for the yes. listeners at home. But nothing uh, like this. You know, yeah. this is completely. I, I guess it. I guess that whole dystopian comic thing started with Old Man Logan, you know, by Mark Millar. Yeah, that'd that be came out to figure out um, yeah. the source of that. But yeah, Old Man Logan was great, and when they brought that to life. Yeah. Um, Albeit a little bit And then they just kept going tight. They kept doing Old Man Logan, then they did Old Man Hawkeye, then they did Old Man yeah. Quill. And it, yeah. it just it just got a little yeah. bit out of control. Out of but con- the original yeah. Old Man Logan was oh, yeah. was great. I've got a copy of it. So do I. Uh, by Mark Millar, who did yeah. um Kick Ass and and yeah. uh, Kingsman and stuff like that. So yeah. um I guess that that was for me personally, that was my first real look in the dystopian future in comic books. Yeah, cool. Um. Yeah, and then obviously we got that brilliant movie based on you know semi based on that comic of yeah. Logan, which was well, it phenomenal. It definitely captured the tone. Um, yeah. Again, I watch and we we may do a whole episode on Logan. Um, but I I remember watching um Logan and then going and buying Old Man Logan the comic, and going wow yeah. that the, the tone was just perfect. Even though there's all this stuff that. They probably didn't even have the rights to do, like with Banner, yep. you know, and uh, Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that would have been amazing to see. But you know, again, all these all these companies fighting for rights of the, the certain characters. Yeah, it's it's a little annoying sometimes. <laughs> oh, definitely. But no, yeah. to see the Banner family, you know, and and the way that they're ruling the territories and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, I think that would have been. The movie was long enough, not long enough, because it was a fantastic movie, but it was a long movie to begin with. I don't, I think if they incorporated that kind of thing yeah. into it, it might have it might have ended up being like a two-parter, like Infinity Wars and Endgame and stuff like that. But yep. yeah, look, I think that's my that was my first real introduction to, you know, a dystopian future, jumping forward like, you know, 50 yeah. to 100 years and, and seeing what it's like. So um there's not many of those stories in comics, which I'm okay with. There's a lot in yeah. TV and movies, but yeah. and as I said, last Ronan, I mean anything. We've never really seen anything about future no. turtles and and what they're no. like down the twenty twenty years down the track. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. they can't be teenagers yeah. forever, you know. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I remember when Michael Bay was doing the movie and um, he, you know, he wanted to call it Ninja Turtles, and everyone yeah. was just like. Nah. And I was just like, part of me was just like, you know what? I'd be cool with seeing them progressively age. Like you could start, you could do a series where they start as teenagers, but then time goes by and they're going to, you know, become young adults and, you know, that's it. That, that thing. But um, back on, back on uh, last Ronan first issue, there's 71 variants of the cover. Mm -hmm. Yep. And man. There's so many good ones. I think there's my maybe a little more because I met a I met a, car- a comic book artist at um, Supernova and he's he's agreed to come on the podcast when he's not so uh, busy because um, mm-hmm. he he went straight to Perth Supernova and you now he's doing um, oh, he, wow. he does comic book artist um, teaching people how to draw and all this stuff. He's uh, he's actually from Sydney. His name's Jamie Johnson. Um, yeah, we hit it off because we both had the same first name. <laughs> <laughs> we're both we're both born in the same year uh, <laughs> and maybe even the same hospital i don't know um well there you go but uh yeah no i grabbed uh, i grabbed a copy of his he, he did a uh, one of the covers for it it's really really um amazing 
he does great stuff not just turtles he does batman phantom um very cool very cool artist um well i think the reason that they had so many varying covers because i think the interest came from everywhere like our artists that have mm-hmm. wanted to they've you know that have been fans and grown up on the you know the old ninja turtle comics just put their hand up and say hey i want to do a i want to do a cover i want to do a cover and yeah why not i mean there are people out there that i mean if i had the money i'd buy all 71 variants oh, yeah. but you know it's very, <laughs> yeah. there was my favorite one uh, i think mine and one of your favorite ones. Oh, yeah i thought yeah I'll, I'll grow i'll jump on i'll jump on the website and i'll buy my, i'll buy two copies one for me one for jamie and then when they said <laughs> they were a thousand dollars each i thought well <laughs> i can't quite justify I'm not, that I'm not, I'm not that good of a friend no exactly <laughs> but it was a badass cover it was yeah it was it was the um you know it was, it was really good but uh, yeah, I I had a look when I was rereading this. In the back, there's the you know the gallery of all the yeah. the variant covers, and they're just some some of the artists you, you know have done DC Marvel for a very long time. A lot of yeah. uh, independents on Image and IDW have jumped in and and done it too. It's absolutely amazing. Yep. Um, I'm going to flicker open now. What do you say we start talking about the story, the art, mm-hmm. the the writers, the the thing that our listeners probably want to know about, or you know, maybe already do know about. <laughs> Definitely, um, ob- obviously, obviously, uh, Kevin Eastman, Peter Laird, but um, mm-hmm. who's who's the other big wig, right? The one that we uh, know. the gentleman, gentleman by the name of Tom Waltz. Oh. Um, now, who is he... Tom Waltz? <laughs> oh, put me on the spot. Uh, <laughs> let let me Google. No, no, I'm just... no. <laughs> let me have a look. I have no idea. I me personally, I hadn't heard of him. He's probably done. Really? No, he's done the turtle stuff run. I've read. He's done the turtle run. Um, oh, okay. I think he's been involved somewhat. Yeah. I'm gonna click on. I'll click on him right now. We're gonna do live. Ooh. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the IDW. Um. Okay. He almost. He also did the TMNT Ghostbusters crossover. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, I cannot find anywhere. It's really hard to find now. Um, okay. Because, yeah, Turtles do so many weird crossovers, and now they're doing Stranger Things. I'm like, I'm like how does that work? <laughs> oh, there you go. So, oh, he wrote he wrote the story for Ninja Turtles Mutants in Manhattan, the video game. Yep. So there you go. So he's obviously a Turtles alumni. So... Yep. He knows what he's talking about when it comes to turtles, and clearly, obviously, by reading this story, they definitely have a. And and obviously, when you're working, it's probably it was probably a massive thing for him to work along Kevin East, working along oh, yeah. uh, Kevin Eastman and Peter Lard, Laird, sorry, um, <laughs> as well. And I think, um, you know, he obviously knows knows his stuff as well. Yeah. Um. All right. What what do you say? I, I don't know if we want to go bit by bit and talk talk it as we flick through. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it's a dystopian future, and and guys, spoilers, complete spoilers. Um. Yeah. It's been out a year. Um. It's been out for longer than a year. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if your name is Chris Park uh, and you're listening for some strange reason, um, listen on because uh, you know, I know you don't care about spoilers and all that stuff. <laughs> you know. Um. But Actually, yeah, we're we're literally we will be talking spoilers. So if you haven't yeah. read it and you want to read it, pause it now, yeah. read it, and then come back and listen to the. Yeah. We're only talking about the first issue in this episode, so yeah. we're gonna take uh, the next five episodes are gonna be each issue. Yeah. So and if you guys yeah. uh if you guys think of a comic book that you want us to dive into, um, let us know. Obviously, probably not the Phantom because it's like still running, or <laughs> we we might do a little bit of it, you know. Or Yusagi, uh, Yusagi and Jimbo, if you know about the Samurai Rabbit that's yeah. had the same writer since its beginning, um, mm-hmm. uh, that'd be that. That's cool. I, I've always loved Yusagi, but right now, yeah. Um, all right, first page. We've got um, he's ready to cross the uh, the sludge polluted uh, river, um, and into Manhattan. Manhattan is a quartered off island, but mm-hmm. he's um. He's talking because we—he's a—he's a turtle, obviously. But you don't yeah. know who—you don't know who he is. He's wheeling all the weapons. 
And this is one of the things I love about this thing is he, he switches between these weapons like Kratos in, in God of War. Yeah. You know, he switches them around. Yeah. You don't know who he is. You don't know. You don't know. And they, and they throw a lot of red herrings at you. Um, but he's obviously talking to his brothers. Um, but you... you well, you don't, you don't really know that at this moment. No. You don't know. So what we know at the moment is, you know, there's, there's it's at least one to two other people that he's having a the current last run and it's having yeah. a, a chat to. Yeah. Now we don't know who or what he's, whether there's someone with him or whether he's just having these conversations or who knows. Yeah. But at the moment, you know, we just see him trudging through the mud. Um, obviously, you know, on some sort of mission from looking yeah. at the first page. Um, yeah, that's all we really get. Just a little bit of a background and, yeah. You know, just got a little bit of conversation. Yeah, and it, it lays into the to the fact that it's like it's it sets up the world beautifully. Going okay, look, this yeah. sludge is not is not fit for hu- humans. Could not swim in this, yeah. you know. Like, uh, correct. It's, it's clearly the Hawkesbury River near where I live. Um, like, <laughs> no, no, that's a joke for the locals. That's a joke for the locals. Uh, yeah, and I still I still see people fishing off that bridge. Going like, you are not catching anything. You are not. Catching, <laughs> you are not. I don't know what you're doing down there, Bergens, but uh, nothing's nothing's happening. Um, I love and look. This is the first throw off I get. Is uh, on one of the early pages. He he's like, yeah, okay, I'm I'm here to do this mission. I've got to finish this. I've got to it's die. I've got to do it or or die trying. And he grips Raphael's yeah. sigh, which is your first thinking. Okay, it's Raph, and he's got the I'm going to murder you, uh, mm-hmm. kind of look on his face. And I flip and love it. Um. Then, then, then we get brought into this wonderful um, dystopian uh, future, and we get we get a um, clearly he's like I'm not, <laughs> I don't know if he knew what to expect when he came into this, just jump the wall back into Manhattan, um, but right there off the bat, we get someone getting called Jones. This 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 girl called Jones. Um, now, what was your first thoughts to that, Ryan? Did you automatically go Ah, Casey Jones's daughter? Yeah, you automatically. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, not gonna lie. I automatically thought, well, I mean, in the world of Ninja Turtles, yeah, you know, someone calls Jones. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's obviously some sort of relation. Yeah. Um, to Kate Jones. Yeah. Now, at this stage, we don't know. Like, we don't know what's happened. We don't know if it's oh. April and Casey that have gotten together, or if it's you know just. He's just been doing his thing, or we we don't know anything yeah. more than what we can see. So, um, yeah. So, but yeah, honestly, if I hear the the name Jones or O'Neill or something like yeah. that, I'm gonna assume, yeah, yeah, them, yeah, hundred percent. Um, and even the way she just, you know, you see one page in this panel where she's like, Are "You freaking kidding me?" Like I can get yeah. the Casey Jones vibes, yeah, just from the way she looks. She's got looks very looks looks very steampunky. Um, as as apparently that's what all dystopian futures are going to look yeah. like. We're all going to look like we're steampunk people, and yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. You get the feeling pretty much straight away that it is some sort of relative of Casey Jones. Yeah, uh, I I love the way he. I mean, this is another another. They're desperately trying to make you think it's Raphael. I, I reckon that because he's on the bike. He's like, I don't care. I'm going to just boom, throw the bike at you know, drive the bike into this fuel tanker. <laughs> yeah, you know, just like. All right, they know I'm here, you know. Sets off a flipping um a sensor or when he climbs out the through the manhole and then suddenly yep. the the uh these new characters uh come along. They're future I think they're they call them um singes, like they're cyborg, not cyborg, um Well synthetic. before we before we go before we move on to that one, the page before that yeah. was the first first time I was able to narrow out saying that it's definitely not this person. Yeah. It's definitely not this turtle. And that was Donatello because if you look one of the one of the speech bubbles says check oh. out those cables. If we hack in we might be able to download yes. a, a map of this level. Um, so I thought, okay, that's a very Donatello thing to say. Yeah. Um so and that bubble was coming from not from the last run. And so I thought, okay, yeah, I'm gonna say it's, it's probably not yep. Donatello. Yes. 100%. Um 
you know, I thought that was a little bit of a okay, yeah. all right, yeah. That's, so Donatello would be someone who'd say that. Yeah, there's also a um within a couple of pages, like there's 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 a Star Wars, there's pop pop culture references. There's a Star Wars quote, yeah, you know, that the do do or do not, and the, everyone knows what comes yeah. after do or do not, you know, and then and then move over another couple of pages, and and there's a reference to Snake Plissken. Now, if we all know um. Yeah. Escape, yeah, from, escape from one. New York. Escape from New York. I'm going yeah. like, come on. And where are they? You know, it's yeah. um, exactly. It's, they're not turtles without pop culture references. <laughs> and uh, it, it feels like, and it, and it feels like us. Like it feels like that. That's the joke for for the guys, kids that our age that grew up with the turtles. Those kind of movies were on yeah. at those times. Um, and you know, obviously, older older, you're going to be making jokes about things you've seen a long time ago. Yeah. Exactly, uh, but I love I love this artwork and the the sheer like anger. You can feel the anger on the page that this turtle, this lone turtle that's not Donatello, um, is yep. on a mission and he does not care about his own safety. Really, he's just like I got to get this <laughs> done. Um, um, but yeah, these these new, I think they're called singes, like they're synthetic ninjas, so they're like humanoid robotic. Yep sort of thing and and he's he, he has no trouble with you know switching to a sword and chopping its head off you know <laughs> like it's it's old school turtles and i love it um yeah he's doing he's doing some crack i love the old the old school um writing the words which obviously came from Bat- batman yep. comics back in the day pow poof you know crack um <laughs> Yeah, he's messed them. He's he he messes them up. Sorry, guys. I'm just flicking through the pages here, <laughs> capturing it again for the first time. And the the use of flying cars to get himself up <laughs> higher, you know. Yeah. And, uh, they need to make a movie out of this or something because it's it's perfect. Um, what did you think of the new the new um the new shredder? Or should we say, or the the Shredder's grandson, Shredder's grandson and Kyrie's son. Yeah, is that how you say it? Is it Kyrie? Kyrie. Kyrie. Okay. Kyrie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Look, I, I'm looking at the artwork, and you can tell it's a mixture of both of them. Yeah. And he's got. I to me, I looked at it. He's got the Shredder eyes. Yeah. You know the 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 evil intent and the you know the you know and then as we go through, it's like when he's talking to his general, he's like, well, you bring me his head or I'll have yours. And that's a very yeah. <laughs> shredder thing to say. Yeah. Um, but then obviously you see, you know, as we move on and we see, you know, he's still got his mother in a cryogenically frozen yeah. capsule. Um, you know, he does have a bit of a softer side when it comes to his mother as well. So, yeah. um, no, I'll, I'm, I'm on board. I knew it was going to have to have some kind of connection. Obviously yeah. he's the current leader of the, of the foot. Yeah. Um. And then, um, I like the use of the ravens too. I like they they've yep. given him his own identity, where yeah, kind of got a bit of a Raven King kind of feel. Yeah. To it. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought it was really yep. well done. Yeah. Because I think I think it's he he may even be a little more extreme than Shredder. I know that might be controversial for people, but like maybe he's just full full of more rage than ever. Um. Yeah. Because I, I remember in, in the IDW series, Shredder had a a falcon. Like he just had one bird, you know. Like, yeah, you know, here's my falcon, and later it gets mutated um, to one yep. of my favorite characters, Koya, Koya. I think it is. I'd love to see Koya in a live action film. Just saying. Um, but now he's got like all these ravens. You know, <laughs> he's just like hmm. you feel, and you feel the anger, and, and but also, I I believe that you. feel can sense uh some fear from him as well as 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 the lone turtle is getting closer and closer to him and he's just like send everyone and he's like i don't mm-hmm. i don't what's what's the quote he says i um oh, something along the lines like something along the lines of of like you know like i'm the master i don't yeah. i don't get my hands dirty i other, other people do my bidding you know mm-hmm. but he also he also says um admits to killing all the other turtles because he's like i thought i thought you i thought they were dead you know like i thought i killed them all yeah um and from any good revenge story uh 
<laughs> you better make sure you've actually killed someone, you know. Oh yeah. Because the any uh and Baxter Stockman's in it. Or references to Baxter Stockman. Um in come the, the Stockman uh cyborgs. Which yep. he then then gets thrown out the window and <laughs> you think, you know. Um which I think is a great, great start to uh start to it all because it's otherwise it would have been a really short comic. Like like the very first Ninja Turtles comic was was you know, it's like you got your mission, you go kill Shredder, the end, and then they're like, This is a really good comic, can we have more? And they're like, What? <laughs> you know? Um Yeah, 'cause it it's almost like a foreshadow of the first first comic book where it's like, you know, I'm on this mission, I've you know come to you know seek revenge that's exactly what splinter trained them for in the first first uh comic book yeah i've trained you to you know have revenge on you know the, the shredder um but i like i like how much of like we're, we're looking into this future but clearly the whole that um oracle hiroto has on the uh, over the city yeah, because you know when you see the, the last Ronan land, you know he's just lying there and he's bleeding, and then you know along come these these singes or cyborg ninjas or whatever you call yeah. them. They're just like by the orders of Master Oroku Horoto, yeah. you know, must disperse. You must disperse. Yeah. So like it's 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 a lot more of they're not so much operating in the shadows like the old foot used to do with Shredder. Yeah. They're kind of out in public and they're they're like, okay, everyone knows who he is and everyone fears yeah. him and he's got that much more of a hold over the city than you know, whereas the original yeah. comics, like everyone knew who the foot were, but it's not like they were yeah. in your face. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um and even even the, the I love the attitude of, of um female Jones. Jones is I'm gonna guess yeah. Jones's daughter. Uh like you're living in this dystopian hellhole, you know, tyrannical rule over you. Um never know if you step out of line, something bad could happen to you, sort of thing. But she's still like, Hey, he went that way, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And like throws him off, you know? Yeah. Um and then obviously follows the the blood trail down the sewer. Um, and that's when we that's when we get the nice um uh reveal of uh, uh Shredder's grandson um and uh, Karai, an older looking Karai, um, which is interesting. You know, like the the obsession. He's got two obsessions. You know, mm-hmm. don't let my mother die. Kill yeah. those kill those blasted turtles. You know, it's <laughs> it's two extremes. And I love it. And this is when it gets freaking brutal with with the uh. Hey, let's let's have seppuku. I think this is one of the first times we have seppuku in in the turtle comic. And um, mm-hmm. you know, it just goes. But through. I like the way how he how he lays out all the weapons. So in the end, and and the the coloring and everything, like the yeah. the 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 um, eye mask is black. Yeah. Um. And so you don't know when he's laying out the broken sword from Leonardo, the the one side, the one nunchuck, the and yeah. the bow staff from Donatello. Yeah. And then he's just there, and he knows what he's gonna do, and he's just like the last thing he's thinking of is I miss my brothers. Yeah. And he's like, I've failed, I've failed, and I've missed my father. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've failed my mission. Forgive me. And then he's just about to commit commit seppuku. Yeah. And uh, female Jones pops up and goes, "Holy <laughs> crap! What the hell?" Just kind of like reminiscent of the yeah. of the meeting of April with the turtles. Yeah. You know what 100%. I mean? Like yeah. the only yeah, it kind of takes it all the way back to the start where oh. you know she's she's like you, you're yeah. thinking that she's gonna faint, but then it's actually the last Ronan that faints. Yeah. Um, and oh, then yeah. here we see you know he goes back and he's it's while he's in a deep sleep. Yeah, reminiscing of a better time and dreaming. Yeah, well, it's cool because you got the you got the flat line, you know. Yeah, but, the, but then the start up again, you know, and it's just like mm-hmm. yeah, the throw off. Um, but I actually wonder if he gives up doing seppuku because does it look like he's he gives like he says no, I changed my mind. Like yeah, this... look, I think so. I I think I think he does. I think you know, 
he realized that that was more of a heat of the moment thing. Yeah. He felt like he'd let everyone down and he felt like there was no going back. He was never going to get that close again. Yeah. And he just probably thought that that was his only chance and his only shot and he failed. And he's like, well, I'm just going to join my brothers and my father now because Mm -hmm. there's nothing left for me. And then he sees, obviously sees female Jones and passes out and, and then she somehow and, um, her back to an yeah. unknown room where old, older looking April, who whose hair looks phenomenal, I'm just uh, saying. Like she looks older. But... I was just gonna say I was gonna say it's a very I get Linda <laughs> Hamilton vibes badly yes. off um yeah. off, off the, the way they've drawn April here, it yeah. looks very Linda Hamilton esque. Well Linda Linda uh Linda Hamilton, if you're listening, if they do uh Last Ronin comic, yes, Linda Hamilton is April. I can see that, you know. Yep. Um, and if you if you know if you don't know who Linda Hamilton is, go and do some bloody research because we're well, not going to tell you. I, I'm I'm surprised that you're listening to this kind of podcast without yes. knowing who Linda Hamilton is. Did you yes. hear she's going to be in Stranger Things the next season of Stranger Things? Oh, cool, awesome. Yeah. Well, she she she's doing a bit at the moment. She's obviously was in Resident Alien. Yep. Um, and yeah, that's good good for her. She needs to do something after that horrible, horrible Terminator movie that she was in, Duck Fate. So yeah. she needs to redeem herself somehow. 100%. Well, but, do you want yeah. to do the honours? So that was the last page of this issue. Do you want to do the honours? Yeah, it's looks like the biggest last page I've read in a comic for a very, very long time. Um, um, do you yeah, want to so l- basically... let, let our people, that our listeners know, who already know at this stage, who who is the last <laughs> Ronin? The last Ronin is actually Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, no, it's um, <laughs> it's it, it, honestly I didn't pick it. it. It's it's the wise cracking pizza eating Michelangelo is in fact the, the sole survivor. Mm. Um, he he's won the title of sole survivor from you know Jeff Probst on the show Survivor, and he was given the hundred thousand dollars, and he's managed to survive somehow, and um. This is a different yeah. version of Michelangelo, what we're seeing. It's, a, it's a, obviously a hardened yeah. thing living by himself for a very long time because he, he, there was no hint of Michelangelo in that whatsoever. No, and that, and that's that's the perfect throwaway because 100%. Yeah. When, when I said last Ronan, my first thought was Raphael. Um, and, and I think that's where everyone kind of goes Raphael or Leonardo. Yeah, they go they go there because Raph was always a tough guy. He was a yeah. hardened. Yeah, what you got to do to to make it work. And Leonardo was a true strategist, the 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 yeah. leader. So I thought it's yeah. got to be one of those two. Yeah, but but and it, um, for it to be Michelangelo it was complete yeah. complete mind yeah. fuck. So yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. But um, yeah, like like the more you read it, like I I I rule out Leonardo about halfway through because there's no there was no real strategy in that that attempt. No. That was pure rage. That was no. like yeah. you killed my brothers, I am coming for you. Mm-hmm. And he didn't think things through and yep. he ended up falling out of a building and you know. Um, yeah. Which I think is the, the no, I get perfect that. perfect start to this kind of arc. Um you're in oh, over definitely. you're in over your head even though you've been you've trained for I'm guessing, you know, 40, I'm going to guess there was 40, 50 years old, maybe. Um, yep. I'm guessing. I don't know if they've actually put a label on it or, or an age on them. But well, we don't really long. know. We don't know what the turtle aging thing is. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, like well, you look at yeah. April. I think the really only thing you can go on is April. Yeah. Um, well, April's because she, I would yeah. say she, yeah. So she, I'd say she looks like she's in her, Late fifties, early sixties. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm going to say that they're, yeah, it's safe to say the turtles are probably around our age, maybe a little bit older. Yeah, but um, but yeah, but yeah. So that's what we know that we know that Splinter's gone. We know yeah. that the Raphael, Donatello, and Leonardo are gone. Yeah. Um, we know that Casey Jones has a daughter, we know April's still alive, and we know the yep. last Ronan is Michelangelo. And that's all we know at the moment. And we obviously yeah. know the the villain of this story is is Karai's son, Shredder's grandson. Yeah. Um, um we know that the, the Stockman we don't yeah, we know back to Stockman's there's, there's tech stock is still tech. around. But the one thing um I, the one thing I noticed, and I don't know if you picked up on it, there's no mutants other than No. Other than Mikey. Oh, that's interesting. At this stage in the book. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing Episode where it goes from here. Issue two. Yeah. Um, it's good. It's good. It's good. I'm looking forward to rereading it again. Um. You know, and and I liked what we're going to do break it up into different episodes. It gives us time to sit down, read it, and uh, you know what do you, what do you call it? reflect on it. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think um, I've the first issue I've read many times. So I've read the first issue I think in total now about five times. Yeah. Um, but in terms of the second issue, I've only read it once. So I'm looking forward to, and that was when it came out. So I'm looking forward yeah. to going back. And I didn't jump forward like normally I wanted to. Don't get me wrong. I wanted to, after I read the first one, I'm like, okay. I purposefully left rereading it till half an hour before we started recording because I knew yeah. that I would want to just keep going and keep going and keep going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, I knew I was going to bed straight after we finished recording this because I'm doing yeah. Uber in the morning. So yeah. I thought that's a good way to do it. I'm going to read it a half an hour before we record. Yeah. Because then I won't go, oh, I'm just going to read issue two. I'm just going to read issue three because I want to get that. Yeah. You know, that's what I, I loved about when we did the Resident Alien um, rewatch. Like I'd seen a couple of episodes in season one. Yeah. But by watching it every week, I was able to give a fresh perspective and, and you know, like in uh, as someone who just watched it. Yeah. And I think that that's why I, as much as I want, I think I'm going to go back and start reading the IDW series again yeah. <laughs> to get my turtle fix. But yeah. um, I don't want to keep, I don't want to read the, you know, read more until next week when we record again. Well, um, as of, as of recording this, um, I got an email saying that they sent uh, issue four of Lost Years. So that's a really oh, cool, cool. Um, I, think, I think it's kind of treated like almost like a prequel. Yep. I mean, it's a continuation, but it's prequel at the same time. Like, like, so you get flashbacks of you think isn't it? It's flashbacks, but it's still after. Is it? Still, yeah. I haven't read it yet. I, it's I still think after it's... the death of the original turtles, isn't it? Yeah. So, so, so from yeah. memory, I think the way to explain it best is it's um like Arrow, the TV show Arrow. You've got two timelines happening at once. So, you, I think you've yeah. got you've got directly after um last ronin series and then you yep. have flashbacks to before but but still when he's um yeah mikey's older that sort of thing yeah um no it's really cool it's really interesting and you know I, i'm hoping it's not a short series because man <laughs> i need my turtle fix you know have they said if it's a limited series or if it's ongoing honestly i haven't looked into it you know <laughs> i'm afraid to i'm oh. afraid to <laughs> I'm going to do it for you right now. Uh-oh. Oh, he's doing it. The, the last Ronin... Lost years. Lost. Yeah. I'm looking. It doesn't say. Uh, nothing Nothing clarif- Uh, Limited series. Let's have a look. No, you know what? It's not... I can't find anywhere where it's saying that it's a limited series. Wow. And that's just going off a couple of reputable sites. So, yeah, look, it could yeah, be a new awesome. ongoing, which is always good. Well, uh, listeners, if you know information that we don't know, because we don't know everything, uh, send, no, us an e- send us an email to thetrueandthefictional.gmail.com or reach out on stories underscore podcasts. But, um, yeah, yeah look, let us know your feedback. Look, we're, we're, we're not new to new to doing rewatches and stuff like that, like, you know, but uh, we're, we're new to this new comic book style episodes. And, um we hope you enjoy them. Uh, we mm-hmm. hope that you interact with us. Um, give us some topics. Um, I actually think that when I get um, Jamie Johnson to come on and talk comics and art and stuff like that, I might put it under this segment instead of like a story chat kind of uh, episode. Yeah, I think that, that's you know? good. And I'm, I'm working on what we're going to do next. I, I When you messaged me this morning, I was out driving and I'm trying to think, uh, I'm trying to think mm-hmm. of um, arcs that are not like, 15 to 20 issues yeah. long because that's yeah. all I was coming to my mind. I think yeah. I found one. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna that's just right. do and, a bit of research into it first. And look, we we don't have to do entire series or that. Like so you you could do these are yeah. your my favorite issues. Um anything yeah. that the doors open, we just has to be comic comic themed. That's that sort of mm-hmm. thing. And it has to be I've got a good idea on an arc, which I think is only about five issues. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep cool. on to I'll keep doing a bit of research. I'll reread yeah. it myself and, and work cool. it out. 
And obviously, we take suggestions. And um, but I'll just say this, Ryan. Let us know in advance what we're going to do, so because I want to buy a hard copy because that's that's the kind of man I am. Oh, okay, all right. No, well, you know what? You know what? Yeah. You know what? This is this is one that I'm pretty sure I have a hard copy of, so I would be able to lend it to oh, you. Okay, cool. Um, and, be, and I can read it digitally. So it's just right. the one. This is I'm thinking. Just a little teaser. I'm thinking about doing uh the quarter of the hours. Um, all right, Batman. Batman, yes, really good. Well, I. It's split into two arcs, but the first arc is the introduction, and I think it's only six issues. So, you, you know what? Yes, because also, yes, this can be a podcast about you know reading and 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 sharing our thoughts and story, favorite story arcs, and all that stuff. But it's all because it also can be Ryan educating Jamie because I haven't, I don't think I've read any Batman comics. I really don't. Well, to be honest I've... with you, this was. It's it wasn't my favorite, but this was um probably one of my favorite runs um with the writer Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo mm-hmm. with the new fifty two they they introduced this and this was their creation. This is something that hadn't been done in a very long time, and it's actually played out into TV shows, into a video game, like the the even though the video game wasn't great, uh, Gotham Knights, it, it was they were the main antagonist. And you know it's they still it still reverberates into current issues now, and we're like almost ten years on from the new fifty two. So, um, and Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo came up with this this really good concept. So I think that might be a good good place to start. Um, mm, and cool. as I said, I've got the hardcover that I can lend you, so that's not a problem. Awesome. Well, I think this is a good place to end it. As always, guys, yes, the true and the fictional gmail dot com. If you want to reach out. Um, stories underscore podcast. We're pretty active there. Uh, while I think of it, yep. um, our episode that we recorded with technically a conversation is the first part's mm-hmm. up. The second part is about to come out. I think uh, yep. uh, Jose, our good friend Jose, uh, did a better, <laughs> better uh, uh, editing job than, than I did. Um, uh, but it's it's great over there. If you, if you can listen to it with us, it's. Full to almost two hours unedited yeah. sort of kind of thing but he's trimmed it up nice and neatly just two parts which might be easier um, if you don't have a spare you know um, two hours <laughs> <laughs> you know um, but yeah guys thanks for listening um, and as always we'll catch you next time see you next time